0: What would you say about Accelerate?
1: I've been to Accelerate every year since the first year, and it's truly changed my life and my business. I've had multiple people that I've brought to Accelerate. I've said, you can't miss this, you need to put this on your calendar, and happens to be right in the middle of a ski trip for me this year, and I'm still not gonna miss it.
0: Have you ever felt like there's a secret club of successful contractors and you're left outside? Want in? Well, you just found the entry door. Welcome to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Each episode, we pull back the curtain, revealing the stories, strategies, and secrets that top leaders use to grow their home improvement business and enjoy more success, more wealth, and more freedom. Discover more at thewealthycontractor.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, DJ. Welcome. Good to have you here. Good to have you back.
1: Yeah, good to be
0: back. Tell everybody where you are, what you're inside of, and then where are you and what are you doing? I am inside of my RV
1: and I'm working remotely for the first time ever in my 35-year career. Okay, Thanks a lot to to you and multiple other people in the industry that have helped me along. My wife and I have been on, my kids um, went off to college. My youngest went off this year. And my other daughter was uh, started last year, so we decided we're going to uh, buy a motorhome since I do have the ability to work remotely. Since again, gotten a lot of help from a lot of people, and I I work in my I don't work in my business, I work on my business, and uh, we've been gone since uh, mid September, September <laughs> the thirteenth. So what, like five six weeks? Yep. Nice. And I'll I'll, I'll travel out. You know, we, I was at a, at the QR five hundred last week. You know, I right. saw you there,
0: which oh, we're going to talk oh, about that in a minute. Because boy, oh boy, it's lo- I love running into you at these events. But that's a that's a damn nice uh, that that looks nicer than my first house.
1: Oh, it has all the comforts of home. That's for sure. It yeah, is. Uh, it's a, it's a rolling house. Yeah. Is it
0: hard to drive that thing?
1: No, really, it's a lot easier than I anticipated and and most anticipate i think it that holds people back a lot, lot from ever doing this just you know i'm 75 feet long with my truck behind me it's a 45 foot tiffin fade class a motorhome with a tag axle and um and i'm hauling a f-150 behind it
0: oh no shit wow uh, <laughs> yeah that's serious that's a serious so it's a, it, yeah it's a lot of rig It's a lot of rig. Wow. Okay, cool. So I'm told I got to do some plugs for Accelerate. And I figured since you've been so many times, rather than me doing the plug, I'll put you on the spot and ask you is accelerate live an event worth uh, worth going to you know it's like the only uh, industry event that you actually got to pay for to go to and you know some people hold back because of that there are no free tickets and uh, i don't know or they may not have the time or they can't get away from their business i don't know what would you say about accelerate
1: i would say that you can't miss it i've been to accelerate every year since the first year and It's truly changed my life and my business. Multiple components. It's funny you you asked that, you put it on. I've had multiple people that I've brought to accelerate. And I've said, you know, this is a you can't miss this. You need to put this on your calendar. And, you know, it happens to be right in the middle of a ski trip for me this year, and I'm still not going to miss it. So I will fly back for it and I'll be there with my team, but I bring people, I tell them that it's a one event that you just can't miss throughout the course of the year and that you need to go back. And it's funny because I'll bring people and they'll tell me how much they love it and how much they learn. And then I watch them in their business. And they go back, get caught up. Just like you hear on stage at accelerate, you know, live, what what are you going to implement? What one or two or three or four things can you do that are going to move the needle in your business? And they go back and they get down rabbit holes like they do every other day of every other year of every other week of every other month. And, you know, they just go get back on the hamster wheel. And unfortunately, I I have to watch and it's a little painful because that Accelerate has pretty much all the tools that you need in a business to be successful. If you'll take the time to not bring the stuff back and give it to your people in in the fire hose and, you know, prioritize what is going to make the biggest difference in your business, pick off a few things, but you can't not go again. I brought people many times and the next year they're not there. And I'm like, I'm in awe. Like how... How would you not go again? I mean, the one thing that I would never do is not go again. Matter of fact, I bring my whole team and I'm bringing more people this year because they need that information. You know,
0: like anything else, the information is the information. I mean, hundreds of people at a time, like you just said, get the same information, but it's what do you do with the information? So there's luckily there's more use than there are who you just described. I think that maybe somehow the, the speakers or, or I don't know, the environment gets people to say, Hey, wait a minute, I can do this. I can actually go home and take what I learned and actually implement it into my business. Cause as you know, as well as anybody in this business, it's the key is implementation. The key oh, is definitely implementation it's going and doing the work. I brought people and
1: that it's changed their business. Yeah. Changed their business and their life. Yeah. But you have to implement,
0: but you have to implement it's, it's, you know, implementation. It's, it's tough because I talk a lot about mindset. What happens, I think with people is they let the noise of their ongoing self-talk about, Oh my God, I got to get back. I got to get sit at my desk or I got to get out. I got to go deal with this fire. I got to deal with that fire. And the hardest thing to do is to stop and say, wait a minute, is what I'm doing right now getting me where I really want to be? And putting out fires more than likely is not the thing. I mean, what you did, you said this is the first time you could work remote in 35 years. Well, why? Because you, the hard work was, you did the hard, hard work. What people think is the hard work doesn't get you freedom. Like being there every day, running leads every day, making sure that this is happening, making sure that I'm running here and running there and blah, blah, blah. That's the hard work is not that. The hard work is stopping doing, you doing all of that stuff and becoming the person that now leads a team to do that stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm and truly being a visionary. Yeah. I think they're like you were saying, what holds people back is, is the six inches between their ears. And I think there's a bit of guilt when you get to this. I know for me, even now, I, some days I wake up and I go, geez, am I, uh, am I allowed to be doing this? And, you know, I'm, I'm working remotely. I have my uh, L10 meetings that I, that I'm in and, you know, multiple other things that I'm working on presently as a visionary. But uh, you kind of have to, when you get to that level, per se, you get junk between your ears. And, well, and it is the mindset, right?
0: It's funny you bring up guilt because, yeah, a lot of people, I felt guilty. I went through that, too. It's like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm doing less and less. I'm making more and more. And so you start to feel weird guilt, imposter syndrome comes in. That's big too. It's especially when you start yes. making some money and yeah, you got to have like, you got to deal with that. Again, I say that's the hard work is overcoming the chatter, the self-talk that's keeping us back because the rest of the stuff, I mean, you know, sell selling system is there's a formula. Here's how we execute on a a selling system. Here's how we implement it in our business. Here's how we train it. Here's how we hire. Here's, you know, that's, you know, it's step by step. And you can put good people in place to run all of that for you. Minimize the chaos, make, you know, create order. But the tough part is, yeah, how are you going to now deal with, oh, I'm not running leads anymore. Oh, wait a minute. Now I've got five guys out running leads for me. Every day, and now we're growing the business exponentially. And how do I deal with that? You know, you've done a good job of that. Taking me a long time. <laughs> thank, thank
1: God, I went to an Accelerate Live. I, I, I did a few things in my business career. I got involved with it with uh, CCN, which yep. you've had many people from CCN oh, yeah. yep. on your. On your podcast, yep, I got fun. then i I then got involved with Accelerate Live, got involved with QR five hundred, and then I started working with uh, Sean Foyer on the mindset. And I've listened to you for. I used to drive over to the other coast for another business that I had, and I'd listened to your podcast on the way over because it was a three hour drive, and on the way back, and when I was driving around, I think I've listened to everyone more than once. And mindset, 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 and I didn't really realize the mindset holds you back, and I had this discussion with you when I was at Accelerate, and it was like a bolt of lightning hit me. And you were speaking of one of your one of your customers, and you said that he just had not made. He knows what to do. He's been doing it for a long time, but he hasn't made the decision to be profitable. And that day at Accelerate, it truly changed my life. It was one of those like aha moments that was like, wow, I haven't made the decision to be profitable. And again, a lot of it goes back to mindset. I think as business owners, our salespeople really, really get in our way. If you're not doing something and involved in, in masterminds, I know you have mastermind groups, but if you're not involved with masterminds and doing things to help your mindset, you're going to get held back by the people around you and the junk that they have in their head that ends up going over to you. And then we have ups and downs in economies And when leads are slow, or we have too many leads. There's just never a happy medium. It seems like on the sales side of things, it's either there's not enough leads or there's too many leads or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I think, the people in our organizations, if we're not working on our mindset at a little higher level, we can't make the decision to be profitable. And, you know, I finally have done that.
0: Well, and let's be clear and and let's refresh people about who you are and what your business is. And, you know, just give idea people an indication of size because you run a pretty sizable organization, but you were profitable. You were making some money. But when you say the decision to be profitable, this was like, now I'm going to go to where I really should be, which is 15 to 20%, which for a lot of people in this industry is like that starts like a whole bunch of stuff that's not good. Yeah. So just remind everybody real quick, the name of your company and what you sell and tell them revenue or salespeople or whatever you're comfortable with.
1: I have two businesses. One is Absolute Aluminum. Been in business for 35 years. And we'll do about 24 million in revenue this year. And um, I have a great leadership team there that runs a day-to-day operations. Stemming, you know, going from uh, the the guy that that heads up the president is a 25 year employee, and uh, uh, the lowest on my uh, leadership team's been there for 13 years. So they've been with me for a long time. And then I have a window and door business, absolute window and door, and I have a partner uh in that business around nine eight nine million
0: this year we're talking some good numbers so if I can so last week we were at top 500 and you came up to me it's always great to see you and catch up and chat with you and you said oh I got to show you something and you showed me your pnl and you showed me the 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 percentage number uh, first of all I looked at the the number and let's just say it's bigger than most companies will ever do in revenue let alone in profitability but then the percentage number was amazing and you basically conveyed that story to me about the decision um yes hey without naming names did the two guys come up to you and find you and talk to you last week You might, were you there for my, for my thing when I was on stage? Yes. I saw you there. Okay. I was looking for, I think I, I, I couldn't see. So I was looking for you, but so it's funny. I left
1: right after you. I had to fly out. They probably didn't.
0: Okay. That's why, because what happened later, there was a panel, me and Tony and Megan and Charlie was there and Bob Quillen was there. So we're on a panel. These two guys, their partners And they started, you know, right before COVID and their business went like this. And they're making money, but they're not anywhere near where we're talking about. You know, kind of like where you were, they're making a little bit of money, but, and they're doing over, I think they're doing over $10 million. So, you know, there's a lot of profit to be had if they follow the right model. And so one of them asks a question about how long should you wait? And the way I heard it, right? Was how long should you wait before you aspire to making 15 or 20%? I don't know if it was directed at me, but I grabbed the microphone and I said, 15 minutes. And they looked at me like, you know, of course, like, like, and I've had conversations with these guys before. And what I said was, you have 15 minutes, make the decision. That's all it's going to take is make a decision. And what I didn't complete that sentence, because You know, we, it became a discussion Well, and they didn't want to hear it, by the way, they didn't want to. They didn't like my answer. I knew that from the look on their faces, but what I wanted to say was it'll take you 14 and a half minutes to deal with the trash that's in your head right now. And for you to fight it and wrestle it to the ground, stomp on it and tell it to get the hell out of your life. And then the last 30 seconds is, okay, that's it. From today forward, we're making 15%, not a penny less. And so, you know, they didn't really like the answer. It's like 15 minutes. That's yeah. it. That's all you get, you know? And I said to them at the end, I and, and that's where I was looking for you, and you were gone already, but I said, go and find this guy, DJ, and ask him the same question you just asked us, and listen to what he has to say. Now, you just answered it, you know, because you made the decision that day. What when was that was that like 2 years ago?
1: 2 years ago when we were down on the in uh, Miami at the
0: Trump. At the Trump. Okay. So yep. yeah, so it was 2 years ago that yep. day you made the decision. Yep. By the way, that has nothing to do with me. I mean, you know, yeah. I just said what I said, but there were right. hundreds of other people there that heard the exact same thing and
1: yeah, I and that it, that it oh, didn't impact that way.
0: Yeah. And now it impacted the guy that we that we were talking about too, by the way, because he came and up, with me too. he's in our mastermind groups. The guy that I had was directing that comment to a few years back. He's finally made the decision. Did he share with you his numbers?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good friend of mine, too. And, and you've known yep. him
0: for how, how long have you known him? Nine years. Nine years. I've known yep. him about maybe a little bit longer than that. How great is it? How different is he now? How much more relaxed is he? How much more calm? Oh, night and day how much more confident is he in himself and what he's doing very yeah. very
1: he, he's it's night amazing. and day
0: all it and it all came from making a decision yep yeah. builder prime is changing the game for home improvement contractors imagine having everything you need to help your business grow in one place crm estimating marketing automation with sms production management software and now call center dialer integration all wrapped into one easy to use package and it's never been easier to switch crms hundreds of contractors trust builder prime to grow their businesses with powerful reporting tools to see which leads are making money which sales reps are the top performers and where to optimize for the greatest impact we're talking about winning more jobs boosting productivity and delighting your customers are you ready to fuel your business growth even faster without all the daily frustrations of your current tech stack you owe it to yourself your team and your business to learn why everyone is switching over to builder prime the only true does it all crm for home improvement contractors head over to builderprime.com and request a personalized demo with an expert today
1: Well, you know, I want to mention something else about Accelerate, too, because I don't want to lose sight of we have to make a decision to be profitable. But I think a lot of times where like that, those guys that were saying, you know, when do we do this? Entrepreneurs that are that are successful, even at a level where they're not making enough money, but they know their numbers and they're not priced right. And they really probably can't pay people the way they should compensate people. They try to do it all through culture, through what they think is culture. And that's them. And they're grinding it out, showing everybody that they get there first and they leave last. And this like, I can outwork anybody type of mentality. I see that a lot. And they build their culture around that. And you don't have to do it that way. You can implement things like EOS that teach you how to build culture without you doing it yourself every single day. Yeah. But with that building of culture and that passion, I think as a as an entrepreneur, you're passionate about your customers, you're passionate about your service, and I almost think we reverse do it. In other words, we're so passionate about our customers and we work so hard to please them, but we really don't have the right people in place to be able to deliver the customer experience that we need to deliver. So we're battling this all the time. And that comes from when you pay people, you can get people that will do the job. You hear mm-hmm. all the time, no, nobody wants to work this, that, and the other thing. I tell you what, when you start paying people what they deserve to do the jobs in your company, and you're not trying to do all the jobs, you can deliver that service. Because Accelerate also, they, you know, it's about mindset and getting the profitability you deserve for the risk that you're taking. But accelerate is all best practices too, because you cannot charge what you need to charge if you're not delivering that customer experience. And that's a real big piece of accelerate for anybody that's listening to this podcast that hasn't been to accelerate before. And all these things that people are talking about on stage that you're picking up, that you're learning are all about delivering that customer experience because that's when the magic happens, right? There's no magic bullet. Yeah. But when you're when you're delivering a great customer experience, you can charge for it. And yes, you can be double your competition. As hard as that is yep. to fathom, and pretty much you have to be because 50% of your competition is going out of business in the next five years.
0: Well, and you have to be, you have to charge enough to be able to deliver to the customer what they deserve, deliver them value and employ the right people to do those things. You can't compete on price and have the best people. It just, it doesn't doesn't work. work. It's, It's very difficult to make it work. I'm glad you brought up EOS and culture. You know, that's really interesting because did you just do that? No, (laughs) I don't know what that was. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, the balloons. Zoom
0: Zoom just did this thing where balloons flew up in front of my face.
1: Yeah, they just celebrated the fact
0: that you and I signed up with the OS. Yeah, it's listening to us. (laughs) Um, Somebody's listening and it's doing these reactions. What was I saying? The balloons threw me off. Oh, EOS. and is culture. the EOS, yeah. You know, I heard about this whole culture thing for years and years and years, just like a lot of us. I didn't really understand culture until we implemented EOS. And what you said is right. You know, you, you, you could try and do all of this stuff, but EOS forces you to figure out who you are as a company. You know, who are we? What are we? And when you define that, when you come up with your core values, now, and they have a tool for this too, now you could bring in people and not only are you going to disk profile them and make sure they can do the job that you're hiring them for, but you can also very quickly see if they're going to be a culture fit just by asking them some questions. And I didn't, again, I didn't really get it until we had implemented EOS and we were in it for a little while where I was like, Oh, I get this now. We're a culture of accountability, but we're also a culture of, hey, we get it done. We stick by each other. We're always growing. You know, customer is the most important thing. You know, our thing was number one value was we never argue with the with the client ever. You know, they want something, get it, or they get their money back. You know, it's very simple, very simple rule. And then that helps you attract those good people. And then your profit or your pricing model, really not your profit, but your pricing model really helps you pay for those good people. Right. And then when you surround yourself with really good people like you have, then you get to be in your RV and driving around and going and seeing, visiting your kids in college and just having a, a blast with your spouse, partner, You know,
1: we were just we were just in Nashville where my daughters are going to school last week. And then we made our way down to uh, North Georgia, right on the North Carolina border. And we were there for a few days. And now I'm now I'm in Hilton Head, actually. Oh, nice. I'm going to go play some golf.
0: What um, year are your daughters in?
1: Freshman and sophomore.
0: How do they feel when dad pulls up in his big RV? Well, they want
1: to make sure that I'm actually home during the summer so I can fund their fun, fund their okay. fun their fun. Okay. But, but they like it.
0: Yeah. You know? They're cool with you coming and visiting and hanging yeah, out. We,
1: we've been there. We were there twice during this trip. One time my wife stayed there while I went out to Vegas for, for the QR 500.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: The casting of that vision, I think is, is that big, that is the culture thing. I, I like you, you said it. EOS kind of made you recognize that I did too. I, I, I truly just ground it out. And I was like the, this, the seed for the culture. And constantly, I thought I had to do it on my own. Let's put it, that's a better way of saying it. I yeah. thought I had to do it on my own and we don't, you know, we have proper structure. We have proper accountability. It's funny. The first time I was at a accelerate, what was that? That one hotel right down
0: the, B-, oh, ocean. Lauderdale the B-, B ocean. Yeah, that was the first yes. real one. Yeah.
1: You had Caesar there and yeah. I listened to him. And then I listened to him the second year. And then I listened to him the third year. And then when I left there, it was that was the the time when was, that light bulb clicked on. And that's truly been a game changer. I would not be here. Um right now uh without eos and i think because these these people they the implementers the fee is is pretty large and i think it scares a lot of people but the fact is you're gonna they're they're gonna make you that money 10 times over
0: oh yeah yeah it literally changed my life literally changed my life and and you know what and it wasn't me that brought it in it was addy Addie, we heard Caesar speak before. I mean, we were like his first client. We didn't know anything about EOS. We don't know anything about traction, nothing. But Addie heard something different than I did. She went to him at the bar and said, hey, we need that in our company. Can you come and do that for us? And she she got him on the spot. And I, it went right over me. Yeah. Over me.
1: Yeah, I'm so thankful that we uh, we did that. I definitely wouldn't would not be uh, where I am today without it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: so you were there, you were there last week, top five hundred, and we heard from all the PE guys, and yeah, you know, goes in one ear and out the other, and gets you know. I've got my own theories and opinions on all of that, but the Economist was interesting. So. If I heard him right, he said things are really, really good right now, but it doesn't seem like they're going to stay that way. Is that kind of like what you heard, too?
1: Yes, for sure.
0: I don't know. There was nothing real definitive. And then they got into it up on stage. That was funny with the one guy that's like opening up offices and green, We're so optimistic. We're going to crush the market. And we're going to he was he was, you know, this. I mean, just like peacocking and you know, boasting, and we're going to do all of this stuff. And he didn't want to hear what this guy was saying. That's the way I took it.
1: No. Well, it's pretty evident that what we've been living through the last few years wasn't reality and that leads are slowing down.
0: Are you guys seeing it? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, we our business has changed a lot. I mean, other things that I've done, that have changed our businesses. I was that that entrepreneurial ADD guy chasing shiny stuff. And, you know, I would be the guy going to builder shows, looking for more products. What else can I sell people? What else can I sell people? And by the time it was all over with, you know, 30 years into it, I'm, I'm doing 30 products. We're, we're manufacturing a sunroom. We're manufacturing a screen room. We're manufacturing pool enclosures. We're manufacturing welded. We have a full welded line of products and railings and estate gates and fencing and all these things. And through my course of the education of it through accelerate live and CCN and multiple people, Charlie and of the world, the hedgehog, the Jim Collins, I read the book, the hedgehog effect and or uh, jim collins and and that the hedgehog effect that he has of just honing in on your on your avatar and being great so i've slowly eliminated products which is crazy i mean the numbers that we did last year have hurricane sales in there so to, for us to match that next year will probably be difficult mm-hmm. however because we are profitable we know the funnel, right? It's a very, it's a predictable model. It's yeah. leads coming in, close ratios, average ticket, and you can pretty much predict your revenue. And the, the nice thing about things slowing down is when you are making money, you could just turn the dials on the marketing yeah. and you know outspend people on pay-per-click, and do things that you otherwise wouldn't do. But when you're selling at 5%, you just can't do that. And I've done it. I mean, I was 75% new construction when I started the business. I was doing $22 million in revenue in 2006. And I was 75% new construction and the market tanked. And we went from 22 million and 185 people down to 75 people and 7.9 million in sales and that was a slow you know over a few few years and then and then i just decided that the well i found out that all the relationships that i had that i never wanted to tell them no and i was everything to everyone that they weren't so loyal once (laughs) there was no work and they needed to try to sell the cheapest house and i thought as much as it sucked those people not blowing my phone up, calling me, telling me they're, they're you know a house is closing, and we were doing in club pool enclosures, and you know I have to have it done by tomorrow, and this and that. Just the stress of all that that brings your organization. The best way when you're doing new construction that I can give you a synopsis of my thoughts is that you're trying to run a fully functional business inside of somebody else's processes. Yeah, and that's like it just, you can't do it. Yeah. Right. yeah. And when it slowed down and those people weren't blowing my phone up and my life wasn't that stressful from that side of it, I was like, man, I'm going to rebuild this thing and do nothing but in-home sales, yeah. which is why I got involved with CCN and Accelerate Live. I had never, I was on an Island by myself yeah, literally for 25
0: years. It's incredible. But now, though, I think it's different than when we were coming up. I think there are more resources easier to get to today oh, 100%. than ever before. Because, I mean, you and I could have had this conversation 15 years ago and found each other and commiserated with each other. But this, this is it. I mean, it would have just been one to one communication. Now you right. and I can have this conversation. And, you know, you know five or six other people that listen to the podcast can hear the conversation so we're you know we've multiplied we've gone through, <laughs> you know six people six, listening. Yeah. yeah well that's so, what I was
1: going to say pod there wasn't podcast i mean no i i youtube there was, I, no, I just,
0: YouTube. I, there was uh, no i
1: can't imagine i can't imagine yeah. how many people that listen to the wealthy contractor that their lives have been, have been changed right well, by so. the, the people that you have on and the, I hope and so. you know going up and down the road listening i mean and Listen, if you don't get involved in some of these groups for whatever, because your mindset won't let you for whatever, because that's a mindset thing too, right? I used to have a problem. I was a little shy. You know, yeah. I didn't want to go by myself somewhere where I didn't know people. And, Me too.
0: Me too. And yeah.
1: go put myself out there, right? I mean, the first CCN event that I went to, I, I brought my now president of my company, and it was he and I. We didn't know anybody. Yeah. And I'm thank God that we, uh, we did that. But if you don't do any of that, but you listen to the wealthy contractor or the Tommy Mello, you know, different podcasts that are out there, you can make changes. And, and hearing it is, is where, you know, that spaced repetition yeah. of of your thoughts because you're hearing it or what's going to get you to make the change. Right.
0: Well, and hopefully, hopefully, I mean, kind of my my thing has been is if I could introduce people to people like you. So if I can introduce the listener to people like you. And I think everybody that comes on the podcast is self-made. It's not like you started off with a, you know, what do they call it, silver spoon, where your dad handed you a company and millions of dollars. I mean, you started from the ground, right. and I hope that we're giving people some confidence that hey wait a minute if you do things you know the a certain way formulaically and you learn from others of what they do, what they've done and where they've been hopefully we give them the confidence to going back to the implementation thing from the beginning is hopefully we give them the confidence to go and implement and that's exactly. one of the things yeah and that's one of the things i really hope I mean, we, you know, I've literally put thousands of hours into this and I hope that people are finding confidence in it and new capabilities and new resources. And they hear themselves in you and maybe in me too. And anyway.
1: Yeah. Cause it, it really You're is right. the same. I mean, it really is the same story. I'm sure with a it, lot of people that are out there in business and it's and so we'll much Listening to these podcasts and attending these events, it does not have to be as hard as we are going to make it if we're going to try to go it alone, right? We all know that we can kind of get where we're where we want to go, probably alone, when it's a whole lot easier yeah. together. And yeah. like you say, the resources are out there today. If I had, if I actually, even if it was four or five years into my business that I had been introduced to this. And knew, you know, had known that I shouldn't be doing contractor work because there's no margin in it. Yeah. They go bankrupt. I can't tell you how many times the guy went bankrupt and all the profit that I actually would have made, I ended up getting screwed out of on the backside.
0: Right.
1: I mean, yeah. it's just all things it's, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It and I would have been retired 15 years ago. Right. You know. I went through a very rough time in two thousand and eight when all that market tanked, and you know I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, at all.
0: Me so. neither. Yeah. Well, DJ, this has been this has been really good. I hate to bother you while you're out and about in your RV having fun, but uh, this has been great. No, no. To Glad always to do it. Yep. Always good to see you and we'll do another episode and see where you're at a year from now. It'll be kind of interesting. Maybe you'll, uh, who knows, maybe you'll be retired and you'll go fishing or something. I I doubt it. No. It's fun though, right? Now business has kind of become fun, hasn't it?
1: It is. Yeah, it is. No, with EOS, you know, we want to get to that what we love doing and we're good at portion yeah. of the sandbox per se. It's just a matter of when you get there, how you, how you deal with it here, because right. it is, it is difficult. You imposter syndrome and guilt and things like that. So,
0: yeah,
1: but it's I all will, good.
0: Well, thank you very much, my friend. Always. All good right. Thank you. And catch up. All right, everybody. So DJ was kind enough to say some good words about accelerate. If you are interested in uh, finding out what it's all about. It is 100% risk-free, by the way, just go to the website and you'll see what I mean. Go to accelerateevent.com, accelerateevent.com and check it out and see, join us in in, uh, Orlando in February, it's February 6th and 7th. And we're basically taking over that whole, uh, the whole hotel. And so it should be fun. It should be really, really cool. We're going to have the biggest crowd I think we've ever had. So it should be a lot of fun. If anybody is interested, just, you know, just reach out to me. I'll hook you up with DJ. I really wanted those two guys to talk to you because they're young guys. They're good guys. They're working hard. And if we can, if, if between you and me and a few other people, if we can get these guys thinking straight they'll be like you said, I mean, you could have been retired 15 years ago. I mean, if they could put together the mindsets that it took us so long to develop, if they could get that just in the next few years, these guys will be rich. They'll be, they'll have fun businesses that are working for them and their families will be well taken care of and it'll be a beautiful thing to see. And that's what I hope for. I mean, if we can help people shorten their learning curve, man, I think that we've, uh, we've done a good service out there.
1: That's another thing that I remember you not to belabor us closing this out, but something else that I took away from Accelerate multiple times was you on stage saying that if you're not charging the right price, you're stealing from your family. Oh, yeah. And you truly are.
0: Oh, yeah. For sure. And
1: not only that, you're probably stealing time from your family, too, because if you're not charging the right price, you're having to do everything and you're stealing time, which you're never getting back. Right. As well as money that could be going towards them, other generations, whatever you want to do. So anyway, that's that's all.
0: Absolutely true. Yeah. All right, DJ. Thank you, everybody listening. Hope you got a ton of value out of this and just reach out if there's anything we can do to help. This is Brian Cascavalsian, and this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. For insights on skyrocketing your home improvement business and accelerating your journey to the success, wealth, and freedom you've always dreamed about, be sure to get your free copy of my best selling book, The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor, at www.thewealthycontractor.com. Com. And don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. See you next time.